It's a safe place. And on that, let's just get away from me. <laughs> let's just say we started the Trigger Man Podcast episode 10. Whatever it's about, I have fucking no idea. So welcome everybody on the camera if you're looking or Instagram's over there. Wave to Instagram Live. Uh, what up? They probably can't hear us anymore. Bendy. But uh, my first guest of 2018 in my new house. Is this moving on its own? What the fuck? I think it was moving on. It's okay. Oh, holy just, shit. Just to do its thing. It's so I got Andre and Aaron. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Hey, fuck the camera. Talk to me. Who gives oh. a shit about those? <laughs> How's your, it going, man? Is your mouth in your chest? What are you doing over here? Hello. There you go. That's much better because I can hear you in my ears. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. Uh, to anyone that doesn't know, uh, I know they might even be looking, they just might be listening. So, And when you guys came in, you're like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? Even though we rambled on for 15 minutes about home decor and fridges and bullshit on Craigslist. And how people suck. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> that was just me. Don't worry about it. You know how friendships never last. The friendships don't last. Actually, it's Except a sign. Ours, it's our a friendship. It, it won't last. Trust me. In a few years, I'll hate you. You'll hate me. So don't worry about it. But uh, it is a scientific fact that uh, friendship period lasts uh, up to seven years, and if it lasts past seven years, it should last the rest of your life. Guarantee it. Damn, I have like five of those. We got four yeah. more years, man. I know. We're almost there. <laughs> then it's fucking downhill. Legally, or... we can say we're married too, or just get after married. S- after seven years, we get the benefits. Do we? We can be friends with benefits. Work. We do live together. Wouldn't we be common law married? That's what I'm saying. Right. After seven years. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so this, these are, this is the first gay couple I've had on the Trigger oh, Man podcast. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. Actually, uh, the way, because uh, I was trying to think how, I didn't, I didn't know uh, you were coming. That's fine. You're totally fine. Um, uh, I knew Andre was coming, obviously, because I invited him. And he is the guy that helped me um, launch and get all the shit ready for the Trigger Man. Uh, not the Trigger Man podcast. The... A trigger, trigger within. within. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so if you got CDs or posters or badges or whatever the fuck are like blah blah blah, he did it with his company, Tribe Artist in- Agency. God damn it! Every time. Potatoes, tomatoes, yeah, whatever. Potatoes, rocks, whatever. <laughs> They're all the fucking same. So yeah, this is uh, Andre from uh, Tribe Artist Agency. Why is that so hard for me to say? Thrive Artist Agency. Can you say a soldier's shoulder three times fast? Shut up. <laughs> this is my podcast. Um, yeah, so thanks for all of that, obviously. You did a great job. You got did all- it. And just, and just before he throws all the credit my way, Jimmy is the one that pioneered everything. All I did was, was help make it happen. So he was the one that did all the, arranged all the album artwork, the t-shirt designs, like all that shit, he went on warp tour all summer and promoted it. Met a bunch of you guys. Ten thousand so. flyers. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. That 10, was all him. So he stayed There's in a stack it, of flyers at the office. Just more? <laughs> no, there's some out now, right? You know, I have I have his CDs. I have a bunch of your CDs. I haven't even got one of those yet. So. I don't even have them with me. <laughs> That's fine. I'll, I'll get them next time. But uh, I was trying to think um, how I first met you was you did shows in it was a barcin or borders borders mm-hmm. i like borders fuck barcin if you go to barcin you're a fucking idiot i'm sorry i just went to barcin last week <laughs> you're an idiot <laughs> <laughs> and you're an idiot yeah. okay but uh when you put on your shows there it was like because i had done shows all over the country and played in a bunch of bands and all that shit like and you get like, this is the promoter. It's usually some fucking jackaloon with like, oh, dude, I fucking love metal, man. I was like, all right, well, that's Andre. He put on the show and I was like, probably going to be a bunch of bullshit, but let's do it anyway. Did it. And I was like, oh, 
this is fucking brilliant <laughs> it came with a crowd so um yeah. yeah and we did a bunch of them then like so and i was like all right never mind and then anytime i gave you anything to do you actually came through with it which was uh shocking maybe it's just because you're young and enthusiastic but uh you'll lose all that gold stuff like <laughs> soon like you'll be like fuck everybody you'll be like me <laughs> oh man but it was good it was good times like the shows were great as well like yeah it was a trip i saw jimmy when he was playing out borders we were like in front of all those like people. three years ago four years ago yeah it was good but what what got you into the now that i can get to know you a little bit what got you into the do you do it as well yeah, yeah, I well, I was with Andre when There's he started actually, it. I kind of no okay. audiences. Go away. Oh, sorry, I just hey, go away. Hi. Go away. Hi, guys. Where's the cat? Uh, I don't know. You don't know somewhere. Don't know. It's, it's not. It's not the Stephen Ashley show. They have their own yeah, podcast. Thank you. Fuck out here. <laughs> you do it as well. Uh, we started it, or he started first, and then I joined up with him mm-hmm. um, for a little bit, and then I kind of. Stepped away for a little bit. He went into the uh, EDM he's, scene and then... He's being humble. Aaron's helped out every time I've needed help. Every time. Every day. Just not the with the EDM. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, pretty much, figured. I started doing shows when I was 15 because my band sucked. Uh, I had a really shitty band. I did that. Uh, and uh, the kind of the trend at the time back in like Corona was a lot of venues did pay to play. So they would charge band or they would ask bands to sell tickets and hold them liable for those tickets financially through contracts. So if you didn't sell your tickets, it's pay to play. Does that make sense? You pay out of pocket. I did, I did that once. And, uh, it was in Dublin and Ireland when I was younger, but they accidentally gave me double batches of tickets. So I went outside the venue and I sold them for half price. Fuck that promoter. Yeah, I know. Okay, so the first thing is, is I come from a bunch of bands. Yeah. So I know that if you go out to a lot of shows, you make friends, you go to house shows, you support other bands, it's easy to sell tickets. You just have to put in the footwork, right? But these promoters, none of them were ever in bands. And they just, you know, they figured if they just rented the place and they, you know, charged three times the amount for rent and that was their profit, and then they would just give us tickets. And if we didn't sell them, they'd be dicks to us, right? Yeah. But then if you did good, they would never treat you better. They would never hook you up with anything. Yeah. So I grew up in a very unique era where there's this place called Showcase Theater. Showcase Theater, in my mind, is the last real venue in Southern California that ever existed because the people that ran it there cared about the culture and the community more than the money. So what I mean by that is that pretty much like if you perform there three times and you drew drew over 25 people, they gave you a residency. So pretty much what that meant is after that, they would just call you and be like, hey, do you want to play with like Suicide Silence? Do you want to play with the Acacia Strain? Do you want to play with like all these bands that were in my iPod at the time? And so that was, I grew up working with people like that. Are you a deck core kid then or? A deck? A a death death core. core, I I grew up liking death core and hardcore. Um, You know, like some of the bands that highly influenced me over at Dice today. Uh, Suicide Silence, Whitechapel, Acacia Strain, Amir, stuff like that. Um... So, yeah, it was really cool because when I was growing up, moving down here, I was like, wow, these people are great. Like, they treat everyone well. The promoter would even, like, talk to you on the side, give you advice. He would give you free drinks. He'd give you free tickets. He would give you – hold on, hold on. I'm going to throw this out there. This guy named Joe at Showcase Theater used to give you free entry to every show up until your show to promote. Sweet. And he would give you flyers. And, like, we're talking, like, dude, if you booked, like, a month out in advance, there was probably, like, four or five bands on my iPod that were coming through there. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that these guys would stand up to booking agents – and would refuse to pay high amounts so that the bands didn't have to struggle to make up the difference, if that Sweet. made sense. Yeah, yeah. So what sucked is around like 2006, 2007, the city shut it down. And then the only venues that were left were like Chain Reaction and, and a lot of these smaller venues that really didn't have a system. So um, 
long story short of it is that all these other promoters that I worked with did so much pay to play that they never cut you a break. They never paid you. They never hooked you up with shows. They wouldn't give you free entry to their other shows. They wouldn't even give you flyers. So I started taking my band, which sucked. <laughs> yeah, so I put that, out there. that was and, the name of the band. And a bunch of other we bands. Are, which sucked. And a bunch of other bands that kind of sucked. And we just started throwing backyard shows. And like it started off super simple. A bunch of us just met up and talked about how you know, the music scene kind of crumbled after Showcase. And young kids in high schools started volunteering their homes. Yeah. And it was just really crazy because we were 16, 17 years old talking to a parent. Being like, hey, I know it's weird and it's metal and it's deathcore and it's hardcore, but like, I swear we'll be really nice and we'll is be it, done by ten. And is like, it in a residential area? Yeah, we did them in Pomona. And is that in legal? No. Okay. It's not. So what was really interesting is that we, what we would do to plan out these house shows is we would book out like a month in advance. We'd get five bands and we just did it by what bands drew the best. So the the bands that drew least started first, and then yeah. the ones that drew the most at the very yeah. end. And we staggered it so as the night went on, the the crowd would swell. Right. And um, our promotion was simple, just flyers, word of mouth, text, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, we did that for years. And it was just really hilarious because as these other promoters at the venues were like, hey, do you guys want to play, you know, sell 40 tickets? And then, you know, like the typical bullshit, which is after every band plays, they all leave. Yeah. yeah. Our house shows were cracking. Like we're talking like they were just they would swell to the numbers of like 100 to 200 like kids. Wow. You know, and we were only charging three to five bucks. And that all got split up amongst all the bands. So like this, the system worked really well. Um, so that's kind of how this all came together is that right around the time I was graduating, I was like, you know, I looked at how the venues treated bands I looked at their marketing, their promotion. And I was like, I want to go to school for this. And then around that same time, I started my clothing line, Mortis Aventi to sell t-shirts, to rent out bigger venues like the glass house and not have the bands do tickets. So we did a bunch of bunch of stuff, um, with the glass house, which is like a phenomenal venue out here. Yeah. It just it sucks that they don't really. It's cater. In Pomona, right? Yeah, they don't really mm-hmm. cater to like local, local bands. But we were all coming together to um, raise the money yeah. and then rent the places out and throw big ass shows. But yeah, we had a night. The, the biggest night we had was like five hundred and sixty four people that wow. paid ten bucks for five locals. Locals, holy shit! Like we're talking locals. And then the next day, Tiger played right when Rack City Chick was massive. He only sold 386. Yeah. So for us in like the community, we were like, yes, that's a fucking huge win. I don't know who that is, but fuck that person. <laughs> and then the Glass House raised the rent and we didn't do shows there again. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, so that's how the whole thing started. And then personally, as my side passion, I like booking shows. I like helping out bands and I like staggering out those shows in that traditional fashion. Plus also... Um, just going to shows. So by hosting shows, I get to go to them for free. I work with friends. I meet friends. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's funny how life kind of works. Cause when you and I were booking those shows, I thought your band was really good and it was very unique. And then I never imagined that, A, you would leave that band. Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> and just... B, you would start a new one completely independent and, and run just completely on your own and i was like fuck yeah i want to go that way yeah. well that, that was it my my philosophy is because i needed to start um i thought i said it in the other podcast i was doing like not that anyone listens to these fucking podcasts i don't care i do it for my own fun you fuck fuck all you people and you people thanks for buying my shit <laughs> um, but it happened with like me and ashley were sitting in like a tgi fridays or something and she's like because i was like i don't know what to do now that band's done this band's done I just like have a hard time working with not super goal oriented people or people that just want to do things their way. Totally fine. But I want to do things my way. Of course. <laughs> Cuz yeah. my thing, my way is right and everyone else's is wrong <laughs> as does everyone think. It's the Irish way to do it. It's the Irish way. <laughs> uh 
but yeah so that, she was like just do it yourself and then i got matt involved my keyboard player guy and producer and i was like fuck now i need to do it and then it kept getting the the the, the it kept getting more and more i was like oh i'm actually doing it and getting shit going like i'm doing it all by myself with my friend like holy shit i need oh i need shirts i need the blah 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 and then just by i can't even remember how it came to be that i contacted you or maybe you just contacted me i can't remember but whatever way it worked out you offered a list of services i will say no hand jobs that was there as well actually yeah but um i think i think it was when package. when we hit up that uh we went to that food cultural festival thing oh, that was over a year and a half ago do you huh? remember and yeah. i think you were lightly talking about it and i might have mentioned that i was like hey i have i have like a t-shirt press and i have this and that and photos and stuff yeah no it just worked out and i was like my my main thing was as long as you're not an asshole and you you don't do me dirty or whatever like that I'll stay loyal to anybody. I don't care. So mm-hmm. it's been a year now, I guess. Like, so, and you, as I said, like, you've pulled through and everything. And when I first went over to your place, just to like, again, I don't mind bigging up anyone that I actually think is a good person. So you're a good person. Like, you're a good person too. Yes. Um, and my cat's more important than anybody. So, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't get ahead of yourself. But anyway, you're a good person. So I'll talk about you. Hi, Steve. I love you. Uh, <laughs> Steve's the cat. Um, but yeah, when I went over and you did your spiel and you did your whole like, this is what we can do, this is what we can do. I was like, that awesome, good, good talk. But I want this, this. You give me the option to pick out from what I wanted, mm-hmm. and you do offer that to any band and every band as well. Like, so that's why I wanted, I wanted to do this, which is well, like, because there's young people that watch this, there's older people that do watch it or follow mm-hmm. me online, and I'm like, oh, you have to be rich to do like, dude, I ain't fucking rich testify like, you know, <laughs> i ain't fucking rich here like so give me a fucking break i work normal jobs like anyone else i just i meet the right people that help me create the right product like so and you were one of the people that helped me create the right product at a good price and it can be for anybody whether it's the kid watching there or the the old guy walking down the street that's mm-hmm. been in the metal band since 1982 i need some t-shirts bro trash metal rules like no it doesn't it sucks but um like you legitimately have been trying to help like tons and tons of bands in the last year and i've watched it and it's really fucking cool like so and you you take this weird i don't know how to say this without sounding whatever you take this weird sense of pride as well watching the other bands growing and talk, you talk about them, like, yeah dude we totally got this fucking tour i'm like you did what what happened or <laughs> i know exactly what bands you're talking about yeah, yeah you said that you, yeah no, it's cool. Like it's just like all right, you need, but you need people on your team that take pride in that as well. Like so, yeah. so it's just like I have the guy that again Matt I write with. And he's like, yeah, like he would never steer me wrong musically. Like I have Ashley for motivation, Steve the cat for fucking meow, whatever cuddles. I don't know, or just for the, love. yeah, love. There you go. <laughs> and like I have like a guy like you that helps me out with all the the background stuff. And like even honestly, I thought like we did the GoFundMe. Uh, I don't, the GoFundMe wasn't that much work because it, it worked really well with the people that were helping and sharing. It just was mm-hmm. kind of out. I don't regard playing on my phone or sitting at a computer or work. That's not work, even though I did it for hours and hours and hours and hours. It was a relative success to some extent. Like so, and then getting everything ready and coming down to you, going right, we're going to try to do this. And then you basically, I went down for like twenty minutes one day, and you're like, all right, write out my list and leave. I was like, oh okay and then like a week later you send me all the pictures and videos of all the packaging mm-hmm. like you did it all you did it all so i was like i don't even feel guilty because you you told me you oh just do it all just have it all ready for me i was like all right fuck like that's just that's a service that's like invaluable to convenience con- yeah convenience is key convenience. Like, uh, it's fucking awesome that's like the one thing that i kind of well let me backtrack a little bit with with your project so 
the cool thing is, is that with, with Thrive, we are somewhat selective with who we do work with just because, you know, I've, I've, I've been in a bunch of bands. I've been in a total of seven. Aaron's even been in one with me. Um, and what'd you play? Uh, guitar or bass. Okay. And, um, so I understand the dynamic of a project. So like, for instance, before I take on a client, like I'll sit there and be like, do, do the vocalists and the guitarists get along? Do the band members have a nice dynamic? Do they bicker? Do they bitch? Do they fight? Do they have aggression towards each other? There's, there's so many factors that go into being in a band that most people, unless they're in a band, don't get it. You know, yeah. like, like for instance, like a, a common example that people can relate to is that when you're in a band and you kick out a band member, it's like losing a girlfriend. Right. And it's kind of like this weird intimate thing. And then and then when you get a new band member, it like changes your whole sound and it could change the whole dynamic of the group. So when you approached me and you're like, hey, I'm doing this completely on my own. I was like, fuck, yes, because we can move super quick on it. And he's yeah. like, I already have tracks. I was like, I have everything else. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go. And then like with no with no hesitation, which is also really cool, is you started moving as quickly as I did. Which, which from all my other clients, I want to say we've moved the fastest because everyone else has multiple band members that have to ask permission, ask permission or, or, or talk about stuff or there's drama band or vote or like, you know, like even right now I have, I'm not going to throw names out there, but I have a band that like won't finalize their song. And I'm just like, can we film the music video already? And they're just like, yeah. they keep, they keep changing it. So I'm just like, uh, so your project was really cool because I was like, well, this is the first time that we can kind of just like flex together mm -hmm. you know like you have your stuff i have my stuff combine it and see what we can do and then when you were like i'm gonna go on warp tour and do all this other stuff i was like holy shit this is gonna be fucking cool mm -hmm. to see well one to see how we went from just doing stuff ourselves to you going on an entire tour for a whole summer promoting and meeting people and all this other stuff yeah. and then when you came back i was able to see all the interactions you know like i was able to go on instagram and see people that tagged you and all these photos yeah, that you took ridiculous. and all this other stuff exactly yeah. And so like what's what's really sad is that there's a lot of bands and a lot of, you know, like I, I know a few bands that follow the tour and help out Kevin Lyman doing like the catering stuff at the end of the day. Um, and these guys don't go out with flyers. They don't go out with promotion materials. They don't go out. With, they don't have like a real plan, really. Yeah. And um, your plan was just very straightforward, simple, and it, and it worked. So as soon as you came back and we did the GoFundMe, which is a little hurdle on our end, yeah. on our end, just because uh, we just we had issues with filming. But yeah, Once we got it launched, I was totally shocked at how not only how well it did, but just the amount of interactions. And, you know, even when you turned in that whole sheet, like how many people were from the UK yeah. and out of the country? I was just like, dude, Finland. like, dude, like, yeah, Who there was like knew? 30, 30 percent of all your supporters were from out of the country. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm can, foreign as fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but none from Ireland. What? <laughs> was there not? No. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. You better call your family and be like, hey, guys. You Thanks, need, mom. You know, fucking order. Order. You're sure. making me look bad. Fuck. Um, but no, but you got, you got some from places that Sorry. I didn't even know existed. I had to go on Google and be like, where the fuck is this place? And yeah, it was, it cool. was really cool. So now, again, with, with all these little factors combined, it's like it's exciting because I know that right now... We just completed what I would consider like the first phase, which is putting stuff out there, just testing the market, seeing how things are going. And now you have phase two. Yeah. And working on it is the next thing. Like, yeah. So going back to what you said about like having bands and like kind of um, there, there, I still believe in like technically I have a full band, like there's a full band there. It's just the way I see it is like when you're a teenager, you don't get to like, hey, I'm 16. I'm starting a band. Hey, Johnny, Mickey, and Mary, you're all in my band. Okay, we all want to say in what we... Nah, fuck you. You're out. You're fired immediately. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm not 16. I'm way older than that. And I've learned that, like, 
if you give people a role and that, that's their role and all you have to do is concentrate on that role, it does fucking work. Like my exa- my example is, uh, I am I I run it. I I completely have all the working parts to a trigger within the band. Like mm-hmm. I work it all. None of it works without me. End of story. That's it. But I can't write the music without Matt because I love working with him. So, he, but he has his role. Like so, he's my partner, and I can't do the things without you. But you you would never. It's not for you to say. Like I would never. Hey Andrew, what do you think of my, my the song? I wouldn't give you an opinion. I wouldn't. That. I wouldn't dare ask. Like, <laughs> but just like even when I was working with it and doing all the stuff with you, I I would tell Matt what I'm doing with you, but he'd always be like, "Yeah, go for it." Like I, you, you do it. Like because he's like, "That's my role. That's your role." And even the guys that I asked, these really cool musicians, I asked to be in the band. They're all like, "Cool. Uh, well, I'll learn the guitar parts. I'll learn the drum parts. I'll learn a bit." All right, cool. Fucking everyone's happy with that. What else do we do? Nothing. Mm-hmm. that's your role fucking learn your role do it like so find people that are like wanting to do the role like so and it's like it doesn't work without like anyone fucking or like if if uh, what am i trying to say if like if everybody wants more and more and more and more i want more of this no 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 it's never gonna work like so fascism communism not such a bad idea <laughs> in small groups like so in small uh, small groups of five ten people it, it does help to have someone that's in charge of everything and you can be like hey what do we need nothing you're doing a great job just do your job mm-hmm. it's cool like i would never expect an email hey dude just verse two of your song it's, oh it changed the lyrics mm-hmm. i'm like hey andrew guess what you fuck, fuck off yeah fuck no, here. That's, uh, fucking do my do the shit I'm, i want you to do and help me out over here that's like, not so. my role yeah it's not your role no your role shut your the back end yeah but that's but the, the, <laughs> again that's the, that's that was my thing is i kind of like finding people that just want the, to do the role and then watch it grow and you've said it numerous times over the last few months and it's kind of like I don't like to ever get my hopes up about anything it's like dude it's because I'm not like super enthusiastic about anything don't mind me it's just who I am like don't worry about it I'm not like miserable or depressed or anything like that or I just I don't care about it so, well, fuck off. Like, whatever it will be will be like you know but you, you're always like dude I can't wait to watch this this is about to take off or blow or like it's like it is. It's like what's gonna happen? What do you mean? Like so, how, and then I look back and like how far things have come in like a year, and I'm trying to do it in a very different way as well. Like so, like try to do more online stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't do like look. There are tons of my friends' bands. There's bands you know, like you mentioned one of the bands you work with. Oh yeah, they're going out in a van to do this tour that isn't mightn't be very big. I'm like, ah, I'm fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that shit. Like do it by all means. Like so. Go out in your van, play it to 15, 20 people a thousand miles away from home. If you want to do that, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, so, uh, as well as being too old, too grumpy, I'll kill everybody. It's a waste of fucking money. And mm-hmm. as I said, not fucking rich, like not loaded, don't want to waste money. I'd rather just pump out a great product and give everyone something online to buy and mm-hmm. fucking here's awesome shirts. And like, here's a ton of awesome shirts because we could do that. That's what we did instead of. Uh, we we have t-shirts but we blew it all in gas driving home driving home from Oklahoma we're like nah man what are you doing yeah. don't 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 bother like so wait for something bigger more relevant to come or try start the scene like you did again with the whole whether it be the backyard thing or let's do find a venue that's going to support it and fucking sell 542 tickets again like to yeah everyone so the kind of common factor that I want to bring up right now really quick to everyone that's listening watching or will watch and listen is that the one factor that jimmy and i have that is really good and why the reason we have a good relationship is because we're self-starters we don't want to rely on anyone else and you can go do it in the same sense that i started throwing house shows like dude i was 16 i didn't know shit one of my friends had a pa system 
and then another friend had a house and then i just happened to dictate like what bands played when and that was it yeah and that was totally i had another friend that worked the door and helped collect the cash and then we paid everyone at the end of the night it was that simple you did the same thing where obviously like you said you don't you know how to write lyrics mm. you know how to fucking sing like a motherfucker don't know how to write the instruments found somebody that did the instruments yeah perfect so in the same sense i write the fucking guitars i'm just not good at it okay <laughs> <laughs> not good at it um but in that same sense like I want to try to encourage more people to pursue music, even just on their own. Cause, um, you know, like you're a living example of that, mm. that you can do it completely on your own, just build the right team. Um, and in the same sense with all my success, with all my ex numbers, it's the exact same thing where it's like, I've done everything on my own, but then the things that I suck at, you just try to find other people that are better. Yeah. That was like some kid last week. Oh, I'm from South Carolina, a town with nobody. And I need to move somewhere to find about what to talk about. What are you talking about? Move somewhere. There's fucking internet. YouTube. You got the fucking internet, YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube. Sorry, people. fucking band. Who gives a shit? There's a guy that's playing guitar, producing videos. Go find him. Yeah, who gives a shit? Just like whatever. Send him a fucking email. Sing a song. I don't care. Hit some drums. Do whatever. Like it's yeah. like it's so. It's like that's the one thing I'm learning as well. Like everything is right. Like especially where we live. We live in Southern California. I moved here for many reasons. Mainly the weather is awesome. But like there is people on every corner that are talented in some way that you can like not and i don't mean use as and i'm going to use him <laughs> no i can use like, you're a tool to me like as well mm -hmm. and that the fact that you're cool and nice that bodes well with me like i, I, I just can't be around anyone that's a, a, a shithead basically like I, I have a rule when we moved in here like a month ago now that was like no one's allowed in my house ever yes unless i invite them. <laughs> no no you're, you're leaving straight after this <laughs> only because i'm leaving and it'd be weird if you sat here on your own but no it's just like that's the rule it's like and then i apply that rule to my life and then it just works better and like it, you can you can be i joke about it all the time ashley calls me grumpy all the time i was like oh fucking cool man well grumpy's the happy to me so that's a fucking compliment like so <laughs> i'm happy as a pig and shit over here like you're not allowed in my house. You're not allowed in my life. You're not allowed near my band. You're not allowed near my businesses. You're not allowed near my money. Fuck off. By the way, Andre, I need your help. Can you come help me? Well, yeah, no problem. Cool. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Simple. Simple. It's like this fucking simple little fucking thing that I just don't, because I've been in the bands where it's like kind of like, well, you know, we're all equal members. And I'm like, are you equal members? Who writes all the music? Well, you know, Johnny writes all the music, but we're all equal members. I'm like, what does he do? Well, he smokes a lot of weed. Mm. It's not, you're not equal members, bro. What are you doing? Like, so, no. Like, so, you think Trent Reznor fucking splits fucking members' fucking salaries fairly? No. Marilyn Manson's band are all fucking equal members? You're out of your fucking mind. No, no, no. Like, just, again, establish roles. Like, know your role, and then that's how bands last so fucking long as well. They're like, what do you do? Fucking bass player. It's great. Do you write music? Uh, no. Well, cool. Like, I don't, I don't understand how, why... That's my maybe I'm getting weird, weirdly angry at silly fucking situation where you're talking to bands like yeah yeah we write the music y'all write the music do you well the, well you no know, like we we're, we're the band it's like, always just one or two yeah out of every band it's, it's one or okay. two people that do everything the singer and the guitar player that yeah dude shockingly could be the fucking drummer I don't yeah, care no, like so drummer, I don't yeah. care like so like talk Metallica he, apparently the drummer writes all the lyrics all right cool who gives a shit whatever we all know it's cool like so I, I just don't like bullshit and like and it's like kind of like the whole like uh, yeah i was on war tour did it all summer long it was awesome did all the flares 
also worked and busted my ass and fucking sweat a lot and hurt my fucking hand and everything else. Like, there's, like, lots to go with, but people only see the frills and kind of like, you released the CD, oh, it's fucking shiny, look at all these shirts. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to... I don't I have. Ne- I didn't make any of the fucking shirts, I'm sorry, but, like, whatever, do you know how hard it is that he made all the shirts and <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever made the CD, like, it doesn't just fucking, like... Appear, no. Jesus Christ, it was, like close to a fucking year's worth of work like just to like independently pump out what we just pushed out and then there was like what 80 packages that doesn't even sound like that much but fuck me that was a lot of work like, so. it took five hours <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> just to, like, just to put this shit in a bag yeah yeah, yeah. I, well, a year's worth of work took five hours, five hours to put in a bag, in a bag. Yep. Yeah, yeah yeah but that's it like it's just and now you guys have it and you guys are posting yeah, about yeah. it no so. it's fucking cool as well like so again i haven't got it but whatever so <laughs> But um, you're working on this now? You're both wearing the yes. same fucking shirt. You gave me this. Oh, no, this is a different one. Yeah, it's a different one. Are you, is this, this is the same thing, though, right? Yeah, so yeah. so the previous, when I, so the clothing line, Mortis Eventsy, I started in high school for the shows to raise money and all that other stuff. Is that what this is called? Um, yeah, Mortis Eventsy. Okay. So Mortis Eventsy means living dead. It has a lot to do with the fact of this ideology. If you don't pursue your dreams and you don't do all the things you want to do, you're going to end up dying one day being like, I wish, I should have, I could have. So that ideology is kind of what spawned this clothing line. When I first did it, it was more Drop Dead inspired. Drop Dead, Bring Me the Horizon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all these sites. Yeah. Um, and now Aaron and I kind of design stuff that is more appealing to us. It's single color, obviously, because we know how to print T-shirts and it's the easiest way to yeah, go yeah. about it. By the way, all bands should do single color T-shirts. Always. Don't all ask the time. me why. Just seriously believe me that it is more profitable to do those than two colors or this stuff, too. It's this is a horror T-shirt, though. Crazy. This is cool. So. Um, so yeah, this is the new clothing line oh. and, um, we're going to be launching it hopefully, <laughs> honestly, in about a week and a half, it'll be online. Cool. Um, pretty much the long story short of it is I shut it down in college just to focus on school. And then recently we decided to bring it back. So I'll come up with just the basic concept and then Aaron will actually draw it out. Yeah. You do all the art, right? Yeah. yeah. He does, he does the art and then we have another guy that digitizes the whole thing and then. It, yeah. Vectorizes cool. it so we can actually blow it up. Blow it up and put it on shirts. And drawing then, that big one. And then so. I print them. Yeah. I photograph them and then Aaron's going to be running most of the social media. Yeah. So, that's cool. And that's literally it. So we're just, we're actually, there's a guitar company called Legator. We're in the process of partnering with them because Sweet. they target a lot of metal, deathcore, hardcore bands like that. Um, and then that's exactly the demographic we're going after is kids that like going to shows, people like artists. In fact, we're even going to go a little bit further. We want to even sponsor like tattoo artists and painters, just people in the arts community that are pursuing their, their dreams with yeah. the hopes of quitting their job, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we're just going to try to build a little community behind it. And then our biggest goal with the brand is to actually buy a venue. So we're yeah. halfway there. We're literally halfway there. We're just hoping this next year we raise enough money to actually get a, a, a venue and bring back that whole model of showcase theater where bands only have to play three times and they're treated and like we're I mean you've worked with me so yeah, it's like yeah, in my head it's like we are probably the best people in the local community to work with to build this because we just want to give like if we can build a chain of venues in SoCal that all work together and then slowly spread up and create like a whole West Coast circuit like that'll make touring so easy bands will have a really good time going up and down there's just it removes a lot of the stresses that currently go on yeah. right now because none of the venues none of the promoters nobody works together no no down here I've, so I've been there. well the fact that you're not driven by greed is a good thing as well so yeah yeah, yeah i don't care about that i just pretty much the way this is kind of funny because i have a little starbucks cup but the way to think about it is no matter where i go i order the same drink yeah me and him eat, drink the same drink we share everything. The that's same cute. exact cute. Yeah, we share toothbrushes, all that shit. <laughs> well, that's um, just unhygienic. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But if I order this in San Diego or in Orange County or by my house, it always tastes the same. In fact, I order it the same way, I pay for it the same way, and I get the result the same way. Yeah. Venues aren't like that. So I want to create the first venue that promotes, incentivizes, pushes, supports, and builds with bands in the exact same fashion, in the exact same way across the whole West Coast. So, yeah, this is like pretty much like, I hate to say it, but it's like this is really what's come down to my whole life is I realized a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, really, that this clothing line is actually what I've been wanting to do my whole life. Yeah, that's it. So, you found your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open venues. Funny, if you listen to Trigger Man Podcast Episode 9, that's what I talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it. Watch it and then come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then come back to this exact moment. No, so, that's the, that, the thing is what I said last time was it was I, I talk a lot about like anxiety, depression, and suicide and all that shit. Only because that was me. Maybe it still is. I don't know. I just feel really good right now in the, in the latter years of my life or whatever. Like so, or maybe because I'm taking charge of shit, but mainly because I found a purpose. It's uh, seeing it's seeing your your dreams come true yeah. or, or fruition in front of you. Yeah. You know, even if it's silly songs, cool looking but silly T-shirts. Everything's fucking silly. Like yeah. it's all silly. It's all irrelevant. We're mm-hmm. all floating around a ball in space, and we're all gonna blow up into the sun someday. Whatever. But <laughs> while you're doing that, so wear a cool shirt. <laughs> Write a fucking silly song, paint yeah. a painting, climb a tree. I don't give a shit. Like so, yeah. it's cool. I, I do. I, did you go to art college or something? I did not. No, I used to be a tattoo artist oh, for quite some time. Yeah, he actually did my whole right sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. he told um, me about that. Yeah, and he's then actually, he's a computer scientist and aerospace back engineering to school, the computer <laughs> major. Aerospace, yeah, which is like, <laughs> and now I work for Apple. And really, yeah, I work for Apple. Do you work with Natalie or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Shit, so, give me a new iPhone, bro. Her, yeah, you need an iPhone? No, I don't, I but you. I got two of them. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I get a fat discount. Well, I can't say that. <laughs> Just kidding. You get a fat discount right here. Podcast. <laughs> so you didn't go to college? You just know how to draw? Uh, not for not for drawing, yeah. I'm Asian, man. What the we fuck does that mean? I know you fix iPhones, but that's about <laughs> it. Was that racist? Yeah. <laughs> That might have been just a bunch of Asians in the back fixing people's yeah, broken. I just screen. think about that rice joke, and I'm just, <laughs> just put it in rice. Yeah, <laughs> he told me that yesterday. Uh, I don't want to. If I say that, like <laughs> fucking someone's going to cut that part out and post it. Jimmy Trigger's a racist. Yeah, against all humanity. I hate everything, so don't worry about it. Like, I so, feel like it's racist if you if you think it's racist. I put up a thing earlier. I text Ashley earlier. I was like, I'm fucking starving. I was out. I was like, I'm starving. It was like, can we uh, go? Because there's a killer Mexican food place up the street. Mm-hmm. So fucking Los Burritos in North Hollywood. Um, and uh, I was like, hey, can we go get some Mexican uh, Mexican food? And I was like, and then in brackets, like culturally appropriating food, bro. I was like, oh, fuck yourself. God damn. I'm allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. Say whatever the fuck I want. Eat whatever the fuck I want. So if you're an Asian and you fix iPhones. Good job. Even though that's kind of... Is that racist again? I don't know. I, I don't think the iPhone thing. Maybe, maybe the aerospace and the computer science is pretty... It's kind of nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I read books. <laughs> I read comic books, actually. Dude, and he does coding. That's I do coding <laughs> and read Marvel comics You fucking... Day. Well, Matt, who does the keyboards and all my producing for uh, the band, like he's that as well. He just yeah. finished college. Like, uh, Even though he... He's, I'm convinced he knew how to do it all along. And he goes, well, I need to get the certs and the, the, yeah. the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you though? Cause he, and then he came he finished it like like a month ago or whatever like that. He goes, Ooh. okay, look for it. Yeah, it's amazing. I know, but he's like the smartest person I know. Like, and But he's, I go over and we're writing something. Then he'll whip out the computer and he'll have that black screen with the green writing. Oh, the terminal. 
whatever. <laughs> Nerd talk, right? Yeah, total yeah, recall man. bullshit. Like, shit. so whatever. Some futuristic robot shit. Screen. Yeah, yeah. He's like, check this out. And then he'll, like, fucking type something in. and Or he, like, cleaned out my laptop. And then he goes, there's a little... There's a little box on the on the desktop. Click it, and then I clicked it, and all it was, all it said was, "Jimmy is gay. Jimmy <laughs> is gay." Because I did that. <laughs> like, he read a script line. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> it's like I'm not smart enough. To, but literally, anytime anything goes wrong, I just call him. So this is why you don't want to be my friend. Because I'm if I think you have something I need, like kind of like he knows how to do that. The batteries in my remote are not working. Like, what do I do? Like, it's like, fuck, I will call you. So poor Matt, I feel bad for him, but I need a song, write it. Shit, let's go. But, um, no, it's again, it's like, dude, you found out something you were good at and you meet up with someone that you can trust, I guess, or something. I don't know how close you guys are. You, you might share everything. Same bed. Same everything. Bump beds. Yep. <laughs> Too so pressure. much room for activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so true. go go visit them down in fucking. I won't say where you live, but whatever. Southern California, lower Los Angeles, and, uh, <laughs> by the by the beach. Yeah, close oil refineries. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the. Uh, what was I? I was driving from Redondo to like the four or five, whatever it yeah, was, okay. a couple of months ago, and I was like. God, Redondo's so beautiful. It's beautiful. And you drive in, and it's oh, there's a little hill on the cliff. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, the roads are getting a little shittier. <laughs> like, and there's like filthy, dirty oil refineries, like fucking big ships, tankers, and like. And oh, I was like, I was like, oh, this is where Andre lives. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, shit. That's Long Beach, dude. We're not there. Holy shit. Come on, Jimmy. This is a bad image of where we We're by the cleaner cool. refineries. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. You're the guys that filter out the dirty oil. Oh, okay, it. We're by the bad. water uh, cleaning thing with the sewage. It's funny. We're like, by so that. More importantly, uh, was it you were on, because I follow you on Instagram, so I think it's funny. You're like the most, um, the, what do you call it? The 15 second video? What is that called? The Live stories? Or the is stories, that what it is? Instagram the stories? Instagram stories. Instagram stories you are yeah. the most Instagram storied person I know. Really? Yeah. I believe it. Dude, there's Dude. people worse than me. You'll <laughs> wake up and be like, yeah, hey, yeah. just woke up. Kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> For all day and I'm like ah, what am I doing now fuck it I'm like oh I'm in an abandoned warehouse with naked oh, yes. girls I'm like no that sounds yeah that's Andre like every day yeah yeah I have a really good life yeah that's yeah, uh, not bad but like, I worked hard to be here so <laughs> hey, you're like I did it myself but uh you put up one the other day and I was like oh shit cause he said like I I I know Natalie and Joy like your friends are now my friends mm-hmm. trash you know like that like so hi Natalie and Joy they'll never watch this of course um but I was like okay me and Natalie and Joey, we were just robbed. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, we got fucking robbed, Yeah, by, but get this. It was by The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson robbed Andre. <laughs> I was like, I had to watch it four times. I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean he got robbed? And then, the more, then when I got the joke, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, it's funny. I legitimately thought you got robbed. So give me a movie No, review. I did get robbed. I did get robbed. It totally happened. I'm still affected by it emotionally. Um, so yeah, like he said, we have, we have mutual friends and we're like a really tight, tight group, butthole tight. Um, but, uh, (laughs) so pretty much like Aaron and I got this thing called movie pass, which is 10 bucks a month, right? God, I'm like promoting for them right now. So it's 10 bucks a month. And well, actually you explain it because he's the one that got me into it. Yeah. It's just, so basically it's a monthly system where you pay $10. Okay. Um, they give you a little credit card and you're able to watch unlimited movies at the movie theater regardless of when they came out. What movie theater? 
What was that? What what movie theater? Any movie. Well, as long as it's on there. So AMC, Edwards, Robinson Independent. It's ten dollars a month, and you can see one movie a day. Like, I I can go to the movie theater every single day and watch a new movie. Like premieres and stuff. Yeah. Anything? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm finding this hard to believe. It's fucking cool. No, 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 I, yeah, I didn't I, believe him until he got the mm-hmm. card and he swiped it, and I was like, "Bullshit!" Then I got it. Yeah, and it works. It totally yeah, works. no, it totally works. Natalie and Joey also use it, so we just go to the movies okay, for free. Um, well, not for free, ten dollars a month, but it's yeah. that's fucking free. It's free. Yeah, yeah. It's basically fucking free. Yeah, yeah. I love the movies. It's on my yeah. business account, so it's technically free. <laughs> it's, it's a tax write off. <laughs> totally free. But yeah, Anyways, it totally works. So back to the story. Um, I love Jumanji, the first one that yeah, ever came amazing. out. Love it was Williams. fucking good, right? I, I saw it and was like, I wish animals just like broke into my house right now. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> everybody wants a hippopotamus. So. so I was like, Jumanji too. And I saw the cast, which I'm actually a very, I hate um, Kevin Hart. I love The Rock though. I, re- I love The Rock too. I love He's The Rock. The I love The Rock. I thought the girl, the main character, chick, chick, like the chick was hot too. But so anyways, we got fucking robbed. So I watched the <laughs> So I watched, we watched the movie, right? And I was just waiting for like that token crazy part or like a funny part or just something, dude. I was like hanging on a thread for life and it ends. And I like looked over at Natalie and we just start fucking laughing. Cause I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like there was no purpose to the movie. Nothing. Oh, good. So this is not in like the first one. So no, not at all. Fuck. I literally, the first thing I said is I was like, we didn't even pay for this. And I feel fucking robbed. Like I want to <laughs> call movie pass and be like, Hey, you guys need to get your money back for all of Jumanji. Like everyone that's watched it, you should get your fucking money back because it sucked. It pissed me off. I woke up the next day and was still really pissed <laughs> yeah. about it. For the past two uh, days, he's just been saying like... Ranting. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. Like when I hear a song I don't like, I'm like, that's fucking Jumanji. It's, it's, it's trash. <laughs> it's fucking trash. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I've, I've started a campaign to you spread awareness. You just jumanji bro. Yeah. It's, it's Jumanji as fuck. And so I started a campaign to spread as much awareness as I could, which is why I've been vlogging about it so just much. Just go fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, we started... AA meetings we for started, people We started a fucking from- union again. And I have one member as of right now that DM me and said they wanted to join. So, oh my god! Um, yeah, oh, best thing. So these dumbasses, and I think it's all automated, so I don't want to say okay. dumbasses. But uh, I got so many views on my Jumanji vlog video yeah. that it got featured on the Jumanji hashtag post. Oh shit! Like the official hashtag Jumanji one. <laughs> it was on there for like half a day until they took it down. And I think the exact thing I put in that hashtag one was there's so many more productive things to do in your life like smoking meth than watching Jumanji. <laughs> and they featured on the Jumanji story. So it was like a bunch of people showing like Jumanji clips and then five in was mine saying like don't watch Jumanji, smoke meth instead. <laughs> Fuck Jumanji. And like dude, it was dude, it was so funny because I got the little note notification that said like your story is being featured on the jumanji story and i was like oh so that was a huge win that's awesome um i I wish they would they would call me the next time they all want i don't even know who produced it i don't know if it was like a disney film or whatever but dude series was fucking horrible like i still love the rock i don't care i love the rock yeah Yeah. i'm still I'm, i'm still happy with him but everyone else i was like you guys are you guys are trash Alright, so you got You robbed. instantly thought Disney did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Disney ruined this again. Fuck. It we wasn't Disney. Was like, no. no, okay, but see, here's the thing. Have you seen it yet? No, I, I, I don't it? really care to. Jumanji, no. You see, look, my campaign's working. You but... came over and said it. Well, I mean, <laughs> so you came trash. home. You're, like, You're passionate oh, let me Let me also put this out there. Aaron and I and, our, and a bunch of our friends in like South County, we go to the movies all the time. That's like mm-hmm. our thing. We love seeing new movies. We love seeing stuff. Um, and personally, I have... 
I have a Netflix, a Hulu, a HBO Now. I even use Solar Movie, which is like every one of those combined. Yeah. So I love watching movies. I watch one like every night before I go to bed. Um, so this was the first time that I like, I've seen a lot of shitty movies, but this is the first one that I legit was like pissed about more than a day, which, and so I have this rule or if I'm pissed about something more than a day, I confront it. And obviously I can't confront Jumanji. So I just started. Next time you see the rock, you just slap him in the face. I'm going to be like, what the fuck, man? Like, okay. So this is what tripped me out. There was a room of people. There's no, there's no truth in the the movie industry. This is how I figured it out. There's a room of people. That saw the whole thing edited and said, fuck yeah, that's it. That's great, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were just I like, t- let's fucking release it. We're going to be rich. Yeah. And then I saw it and I was like, dude, you're fucked. Like nobody, everyone in your team lies to you. They're like, yeah, this I, is great. I talk, like, I talk about that with like, just bring it down to the most basic thing. Like your friends, if, you, you, if you're like fucking, I'm trying to think of a problem that isn't controversial. It doesn't matter. Whatever. You're wearing some dumbass fucking giraffe colored shirt or something like that and you're like dude i look amazing this is great and if not one of your friends goes dude take that off right mm-hmm. now you look fucking you don't have any friends like I, I walk down the street and i see people or i hear them saying opinions i use that fucking word loosely i'm like you have no fucking friends I'm like what do you mean you've no friends if anyone hasn't already in your life told you you're fucking dumb as pig shit you're thick as pig shit you're Shut the fuck up. You need to get slapped in the face. You've no fucking friends. Like, I'm the first person to go, shut the fuck up. That's stupid. <laughs> Take that shirt off. It's ridiculous. No, I like that shirt. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> he's all talking he's Jumanji like, on my clothing oh. line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Dude, you just Thanks. went Jumanji as fuck. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like, then you get to a certain point. That's like why I can't be, dude, in music and stuff as well. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, dude, you're so, like... Uh, I I released some stuff like months ago and it, it automatically came with like oh this is the greatest thing in the world it's like it's like nah nah they're fucking songs relax everybody relax even I'm not that like it's just creative outlet it's like mm. it's fucking it's like someone will like it someone won't relax nothing's gonna change the world over here maybe I don't know fucking what's gonna change the world anymore but like you don't have to be overly enthusiastic or to get someone's attention either it's like dude the, the rock dude Mr. Johnson that was the best fucking performance like nah man that movie fucking sucked what were yeah. you thinking like so put the dumbbell down and get back in there and fucking rework that motherfucker he needs, he needs a new agent yeah <laughs> some way he watches this somebody you know forwards this to him just let him know the most paid uh, was it he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood yeah you're doing it wrong bro I'll manage you alright <laughs> I'll make sure to watch the movies they made before to be like fuck no they suck <laughs> <laughs> okay, he might be an exception or an outlier, but whatever. But like most people, ninety nine point nine percent of normal people, just the or the, the uh, I always talk about like the participation award. I was like, kind of, oh, good job, you did great. No, you sucked. You came in last. You lost. What does that mean? Oh, particip- Yeah, we talked about that, dude. Fuck you. Fuck like so, your band is really good. You just, no, it's not. They're terrible. Fucking like Hercules, Hercules. Just like go back, start fucking rehearsing more. I hate to sound like a dick. Like so, just like that art is actually really fucking good. Appreciate I that. would wear that. Simple. I said it out loud. Why? Because I mean it. That's We're it. Like to sponsor people. Um, <laughs> I got no, enough t-shirts. Wear I'll wear those fucking things. <laughs> Size large. Um, <laughs> but no, but perfect example. I wouldn't fucking say it if I was like, ah, it's, yeah, it's cool, man. Good job in your fucking clothing. <laughs> I ain't wearing that shit. Thanks, bro. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. Totes my goats. I'd wear that. It's fucking cool. Good job. Good job. Thank All you. around. Like so. Um, I can go on rants for days. I'm really sorry. I don't even know how long this has been going. How long has that been going? Three hours. Yeah, it's about that. 
Fucking Joe Rogan, you ain't got nothing on me. Almost an hour. This is uh, cool. I'm going to repost this on my stuff. Oh, sweet. That means four people will see it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you put it on your Instagram live thing or we something. We should. Like. Just 15 seconds or whatever this is, a fucking hour. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. entire day of like entertainment. 400 little tiny videos of you just, and it cuts out everything we're saying and it's just Just only you. the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jumanji parts. Um, yeah, no, all I wanted to do too mainly was get you in. I, I do genuinely like you. You're a cool person. You're a cool person. Like, so you're, you're welcome in my house when I invite you here. Don't get any fucking ideas showing up. I'll, I'll kill you. That. That's it. the best you're getting. Drink water or whatever and get the fuck out. Um, but uh, no, I, I just like what you're doing. You've helped me a lot with like all you, uh, all you're doing as well. And it makes me like Ashley talks about, about what I've been doing and who I've been around. And it means a lot when it comes from her as well. They're like, Oh, you know, you've made friends this year too. Like this person and that person and Andre. You were on the list, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess he's all right." So I was like, "Yeah, sorry, fuck it. He did, he did a good job." But it mainly caused like again not using you. Like yo, use him. It's like we're we're. Uh, it's like a mutually beneficial relationship. It's a, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. But just like any friendship, there should be something in Wait, it. Wait, let's for you. talk about that. Let's talk about that really quick because my 2018. One of my resolutions is to cut out win-lose friendships. Because there's a lot of people. I mean? So there's a there's everyone has friends that only hit them up when they when they like need something need something yeah. or they're like I guess kind of needy. I have, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. some friends that like hit me up when like shit's going on in their life, but then the rest of the year like nothing, nothing right? Yeah. And so I was talking to my friend Jr. who's also he's a producer and um and he was dealing with the same shit too, down to the point where like people are showing up to his house because somebody else said like yeah, oh the, we're gonna have a kickback and like never even said it. So like the fuck's a kickback? Like you hang out with oh, your friends. Oh, see, I'm old. Like a shindig. I'll you kick know? you back out the fucking door. <laughs> kick you back out the door, right? Yeah. And we'll so we were off. just like, why the fuck do we have friends that we can't just have win-win <clears throat> relationships with? Or like, you're doing something and I'm doing something and they work together, so yeah. we should be friends because we'll get along for those seven yeah. years. Or and then... the way even some of my best friends are, they're doing something in their life and I am doing something in my life and... Like I have one of my best friends is in construction, heavily into construction. He's been on one of the podcasts before. Super mm. political. He's hilarious. He's brilliant. Super intelligent. Our lives never cross or connect in any way. But the fact that we we always meet up, we play pool, we always talk because it's just he motivates me to stay on track, and I he doesn't need motivation, but he's already successful. But the fact that I get to talk back and forth with him, and we're both like kind of succeeding together uh cohesively in life together like and like like meeting anybody i don't care if you're not helping me like if you're trying to do this and i can help or i'm just watching you doing i'm like jesus you fucking good job on the fucking that's impressive shit you're doing <laughs> it's like hey fucking i want to talk about that that makes me happy to just be around people that mm-hmm. like i don't if if i get nothing off anyone just their energy alone like that that works for me that's actually literally one of my best 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 fucking friends that i i ha- i have no it doesn't benefit me in any way, musically or artistically, to hang out with him. Just it's inspiration. It's the good yeah. vibes. It's fucking uh, eh. You, you need that because life life's rough. I've had days that were really rough, and all Aaron did was just come in the room and sit and like hang out, like not even talk. And like that was more than enough <laughs> my, to just like my just head w- on our cell phones, just like put your pants down. But it's what? like it's like having like a brother next to me. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not fucking in my room by myself dealing with this shit. Like Aaron would no, come through. So I definitely get that from him. The energy sense is is very big on his end. No, it's good. Um, um, if that leads to like creative thing, because like yeah, as I said, some of my friends aren't creative or artists or musicians. They're just like good people doing good shit. If like you can, 
in, if you can first establish and develop a relationship from, hey, that's a fucking good person. I actually enjoy being around them. Oh, hey, can we collab on something? Is that mm-hmm. what the kids say nowadays? Collab? Collab. Totes my goats. Goats. No. Absorbs. Absorbs. Whatever. God, I'm not cool at all. This sucks. Um, it's, it's good to cross paths with people you trust. Just mm-hmm. like, as I said, like me and Matt became like the best of fucking friends all because we met and just did music and they were like oh you're cool now we hang out all the time mm-hmm. i was like oh jesus this is weird like we talk to each other on the phone like we're dating or something it's like my girlfriend's in the other room bro text me later when she's asleep <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's oh, like this is like no it's like funny it's just like well, he has a girlfriend as well but it's, it doesn't matter it's like it's nice to have that camaraderie and mm-hmm. constantly fucking egging people on um yeah it's good i like it i like you i like you i like you don't tell anyone i said that Shut your fucking mouth, everybody. I didn't say anything nice. I'm going to tell everyone. Nah, don't sell anyone. Um, I want to link people. I just Because I really want to reiterate if there's any like young artists. Band. Are you available to do art and stuff for people in or what? This is just a like... Eh, nah, I'm okay. Nah, you're, the, you're good. You're, <laughs> I'm you're, lazy, you're, don't. He's, he's, a, he's a nerdy Asian. He's good to go. Is that racist? I don't fucking know. Um, but I know you're available to work with bands and artists and you do photography and you organize all the music videos that I done. Like you were a big helping hand in it. You were the one that got it all. You, uh, produce uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You got all the shit together, the venues and all that. So I don't even, I actually was talking to, uh, to Siler, the band Siler on Warped Tour. I like like them. They're very good. I really like them. Really cool guy. It's different. Yeah, it's good. I I really like it. And he asked, he saw, he goes, dude, like he's really so, he's like, what did they call him? I can't remember. I had this, I had a name for it. I don't know if anyone remembers Oasis. Do you guys remember Oasis? Yeah. Remember? They're brilliant. Like yeah. real cool swagger and just like, just this real fucking fuck you attitude. And I was like, it's like, Jaden, you're like fucking like, you have this Oasis vibe about you. I don't know if you even know who that is. And he goes, oh yeah, man, cool. But he's like, he always raps and he just looks cool. And he's a nice, nice guy, young guy as well. And I was like, oh, we saw your music video. It's really good. Oh, well, did, you know, did it myself with the help of a few guys at home. And, you know, fucking, it was, it was, I didn't, I never talk about money or anything like that. I just said, like, it was uh, cost efficient or whatever like that. It was Very like, cost efficient. Yeah, it, it worked really well for and what we did. Too. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> like, but it, like, dude, you could could fucking fool me if we spent 10 grand on those videos. We didn't, by the way. Like, nowhere near it. But... They, they were brilliant like so like the venues were great like so the like there was a video of me literally hanging sheets of plastic because went to the dollar store bought sheets of plastic but we met everything work really well mm-hmm. and everyone involved was fucking awesome and yep. that was like that was created through you that was great and like it i just wanted to make sure like that there's if there's young bands in whether it's fucking ireland who don't fucking buy my shit <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys or if it's like in southern california or anywhere in america that do need like music videos shirts cds anything a label can do without the strings attached without the strings attached like yeah. so contact you like so and I, that's like i want i definitely want to i just one day i want to look back at it in a few years and be like Regardless of what whatever success is, I just want to be successful in life, as in happy and fucking not worried about shit. Like, and just look back and see you being busy. I'm like, oh yeah, I helped them out with that. I don't have any part in it, but oh yeah, I helped them out with that a little bit. Or we did that thing a few years ago. It was great. Ha ha. My back is killing me now. Where's my wheelchair? <laughs> That's all I want. So anyone that is involved, I'd like to kind of hand back a little bit more as well. So I definitely want people to go and check out on. There's an actual website as well, right? I don't fucking use websites. Yeah, thriveartistagency.com. 
is the one that has all of our stuff on there. Yeah, and on me on on, on my Instagram, I'm always tagging the they at Tribe Artist Agency, yeah. um, and Andre Giovanni. Just such a weird name. I'm sorry, you sound like a porn star. I'm sorry. I am. <laughs> have, you, have you searched him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see. Him. see do you want to see my? Uh, no, I just, no, I don't. I don't, don't want to see Andre anything. Giovanni. Yeah, I'm Andre Giovanni. I was like, I fucking fuck. I'm like, what? POVs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, printing t-shirts. <laughs> really good, high quality silkscreen porn. Yeah, silkscreen porn. But definitely, anyone that's listening or watching or whatever like that, definitely go and check it out or follow. Go to the Instagram. Uh, if you're a young band, old band, new band, signed band, I dude, my goal is to just fucking hand you over like some band that's already established or signed. Just do like something small. Like I just, I, cause that's why I was like talking to a few people and I was like, God, if I fucking land this, this would be so funny. It means nothing for me. Like fucking nothing. It would just be cool. To be like, Hey Andre, um, fucking band here. You might've heard of them. Like, <gasps> 18 visions needs a hundred buttons i'd be like fuck yeah i'll give them 99 <laughs> yeah I'll, i want to push people your way but anyway uh, uh i need to pee and i want you guys to get the fuck out of my house so um no i'm kidding we're going to universal we're going because we got a we got a i got our season passes for christmas pass. mm. let's do it christmas right i got now. the middle one the silver one because the first one's shit the gold one's way too expensive, and then there's a silver one. I didn't even know there were stages. Dude, it's... I thought it was just, like, one pass. 600, if you want to spend 600 bucks a year for the best... Oh, my God. You, you, it's not, like, a Disneyland pass? Nah, dude, we, we have those as well. Jesus <sighs> Christ. Uh, 20 bucks a, a month. Pass? I don't believe that I have shit. Disney knots and I have a knots pass just to show everybody how humble <laughs> I am. Universal. 40 bucks a year. Her friends work there, so we kind of get in there for free. Oh, shit. I don't have, I don't have friends like that. <laughs> I'll hook it up. There you, go. <laughs> you can have my fucking Disney pass. We never go, but my picture's on it. So minor plastic surgery will fix that. Anyway, um, <laughs> at Tribe Artist Agency, God damn it, every time at Tribe Artist Agency, Andre Giovanni. At Andre Giovanni. Yeah, it's uh, Andre underscore Giovanni. You do, do you want any weirdos following you? You good? Yeah, sure. Uh, why not? Go Raven underscore Craft. Cool. Do you have all this shit on your page and stuff? Nope. <laughs> oh, is there is there a page for the, the t-shirts? Yeah, it's going to be at mortisviventi.com. Can you spell that? M-O-R-T-U-S-V-I-V-E-N-T-I. All right. We're not going to even do the Instagram until next week. So. Oh, okay. Actually, by the time this comes out, it'll probably... It'll be, be in a few days, but it doesn't matter. Uh, check it out whenever. They're actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll, st- I'll wear one on one of the podcasts or on a show or something. I don't know. Jimmy, wear just a t-shirt and some underwear. Just nothing else, like so, because that's why the camera... I'm not even wearing pants right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> None okay. of us are. Getting the fuck out of here. It was nice seeing you again. I don't know how to end these things. I never know how to end them or start them. So I'm Jimmy Trigger. This is the Trigger Man Podcast. See you later. Bye-bye. Woo! Glad that's over with God. <laughs> <laughs>